0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Latinas Watching Bravo. Um, I know, like, for everyone listening, we've been on a little hiatus. Uh, life was upside down for me. Anyone following the Instagram stories, it was really weird. Um, out of nowhere, I, I had to go back to San Antonio. And San Antonio is where I first left all of my stuff when the pandemic happened. So my car was there, all my stuff was in storage and um you know i had to go fix some of that stuff so i i took all my podcasting stuff thinking that this would be a great time we had all we had dubai just starting and all these things just starting but um everyone knows i keep it real on the instagram stories and like i just it was a mind fuck guys like first of all i haven't left (laughs) really like i've been in in a lockdown and all this, you know, and for those of you that lived in like cities that was, you know, red spots and hot spots and all that, it's been, it's been different. Sure. There's a lot of people that are like out and about living their best life. Like nothing happened. I was not one of those people. Um, I have been very, very cautious. So just to even have to get on a plane was weird. And this is the fact that this is what's weird. Um, I used to be a traveling executive. I traveled, fif- I traveled 33 weeks out of 52, weeks of the year. Like I was always on a plane. And so for me to get back on a plane for the first time since 2019, because I didn't even fly back when the pandemic happened, they, they shut down the airport. So I drove back. Um, and just to like being an airport again, something that was like second nature to me, I had a full panic attack. I I couldn't breathe. I was sweating as if I had just like you know, finish running some kind of Ironman marathon. Like I didn't understand where the sweat was coming from. Like it was, it was profuse, like empalpada. Like I just, I, I couldn't. And then all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. And then all of a sudden I started crying. Like, it, and I didn't understand. I was like, I'm not even sad. Like, why are tears coming out of my face? It was the worst experience. And, uh, thankfully I had someone that I could call and, and you know they were like i think you're having a panic attack and you just like breathe through it and it was insane i i really had never experienced anything like that so anyone that goes through that my heart goes out to you it is a horrible experience um i finally got on the plane i was ready to not though i really thought i was having some kind of medical emergency but then i got to san antonio and then it was an emotional mindfuck after that because like my expiration sticker, it was twenty twenty on my on my car, and and just like everything, like my poor car, the sun just like ate the pain away, and like, oh my god, having, it was it was nuts, and just having to like revisit everything, like everything in boxes, like the way I left everything, you know, and and just it's been two and a half years, almost three, and like just to know everything that's happened in the world, it was like a time capsule, you know, and and then that just sent me into all my emotions and the heb by where i live was the last store i had ever been in like march of 2020 i had never been not even a walmart or i think i've been in a walgreens a couple of times since then but actual store store uh i hadn't been back so heb was now the first store i was going into um since we've like gotten vaccines and all of that so it was march 2020 was the last store i was in and then a couple weeks ago the first store and so just all of it you know and i don't know like this is actually something i want to talk about in this first episode of dubai like i don't know if it's the moon placement i've been very into learning about healing and all of this and just so many emotions and really just looking at the life i once had that no longer exists that I won't go back to because the world is now different and kind of having to face the reality that I I don't know where I land so it was it was a lot of looking back and a lot of like looking into uh not to be more melodramatic but like into a void Mm -hmm. not necessarily like a bad void but just like I don't know and I was such a control freak and I was such a like corporate exec person and and now I'm just kind of like I don't know like we'll see where the chips fall and like it's so it was just a lot of emotions and so I couldn't get myself together and and I fell off the wagon with um uh Real Housewives but now I'm back and I feel like I'm able to process and it's been a nice escape and so we get into Dubai and I'm really excited because we have a brand new co-host And when I first put out um, the call, I really wanted to make sure one of the things I strive for is to make sure we have different Latina voices represented because I'm a Mexican voice and there's different Mexican voices. I know we had one California co-host. I used to love her um, because we never agreed on anything and it was so much fun. And like our schedules got crazy and we weren't able to to um, do more seasons together, but we did Shah's and we did Beverly Hills last season and we never agreed ever and it was so much fun. Um, so I love when we have different voices, different opinions and for Dubai, I really, really wanted to see if we could find any Latinas that were Middle Eastern and Latina. And if they, if you're listening, let us know. We would love to have your opinion. And also, we have a Latina on this cast. I'm so excited. We never get Latinas. Uh, we have Caroline Brooks, who's Afro-Latina, and she's from Honduras. Honduras. So I, yes. I wanted to make sure we had her represented. And what I'm more excited about, now I realize um, our co host when I messaged you, you told me um, you're in the East Coast, Massachusetts time zone, and I just watched episode one, and she's from Massachusetts. So I was like,
1: oh my yes. gosh. Yeah, she's so- from
0: Boston. <laughs> I was and like, you are her official representative. I don't know what's a good thing or a bad thing yet, but right now I'm excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, her family is from Tela,
1: Honduras, as well.
0: So tell us all about that. Introduce yourself. Um, you know, tell us where you like your family roots. Yes. And- We want to hear all about you. Welcome to our new co-host for Dubai. Hi guys my name
1: is Ella. I do reside in Massachusetts. Um, My family, more so my mom's parents, are born and raised in Honduras. Um, They came to this country when she was I believe five years old and um we've been here since the last time i went to honduras was before the pandemic exploded so december of 2019 was the last time i set foot there and on a plane oh wow so wow so i haven't been back since <laughs> um and it was really crazy this, especially with the start of the pandemic because my abuelita was still there and wait did it start while still- you
0: were still there
1: no, it started after I came back. Oh, December. So, so just barely. You had just, just come back. barely. Oh, wow. Literally. And um, when I left, my grandmother was still there. Ugh. And she was supposed to come back around May of 2020. And as you know, like everything was shut down. Yes. No flights were going in or out and she had to wait a good six months oh wow to fly back into massachusetts
0: and she had to buy a whole new ticket just to get back here and just the mental scare she must have been because remember those early
1: months it was like the end of the world yeah it was and i'm like sitting here telling her like it's very serious like this is not something to play with you have to wear your mask you have to be cautious because in Honduras, especially the part where we're from, Stella, Tornabe more specifically, the people didn't believe that COVID existed. Oh, you wow. know, um, they didn't think, um, COVID was real. So there, nobody's walking around with a mask. Nobody's walking around protected. But, of course, when you enter the city, if you're going to, like, banks and stuff like that, they, w- they want you to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. So, but they never took it seriously, you know, because they're like, oh, it's not going to hit us, you know. Is it We're a country all- area? Is it more like outskirts? Um, Yes. Like a pueblo? So, yes, like a pueblo. So, I was going to say that, but then my cousin reminded me, like, no one says pueblo. No one says village. No, Just say no town. one says pueblo? <laughs> that's what they that's what they say honey
0: but me i don't I'm know like, we say pueblo i say pueblo all the time
1: <laughs> i'm like listen town village city it's 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 all the same thing to me. i mean me, okay? i guess if
0: i'm talking to someone white i would say town township i don't know but i always say pueblo
1: <laughs> right because that's what i grew up knowing it as yeah you know like a pueblito, uh-huh But here being in the States, you know, when you say certain things, people look at you like, what? What is that? (laughs) And then plus, you know, now all Latinos have the same Spanish, you know?
0: Right. So, but it is like a pueblo for anyone that. Yes, it is a pueblo. (laughs) It is a pueblo. Okay. (laughs) No, and I was wondering because I remember a friend of mine traveling to Mexico and she said the same thing um, during that time. I mean, it was like during the first year, but she said that out where she was at in the Pueblo and nobody believed it was happening. Nobody was wearing a mask. Like she had Snapchats at a bar. And I was like, bitch, what are you doing? She's like, no one fucking is uh, adhering to anything here. Um, No, but in the city part she said that yeah, like there you wear your mask, whatever. And I'm like, what is happening in the pueblos?
1: (laughs) They don't especially um in Honduras, um there's the Indios, which are the Mm -hmm. native Indians, Mm -hmm. and then you have the Garifunas. The Garifunas are more so darker tone, like chocolate, Mm -hmm. browns, and they speak um a dialect called Garifuna um so it's this the origin from like africa or something like that um they say because we drink it's like a kind of i don't want to say it's a whiskey but it's kind of a drink that we would mix with herbs and stuff like that so they were making jokes that the garifuna people won't catch the covid because we drink gifiti. So that's the cure. I
0: I've, I've heard stuff like that too. Yep. Mm-hmm. People swore in Mexico they were drinking tequila, they were gonna be protected. that happened. Yes.
1: Or, or there were other
0: drinks. Who, um, I can't even remember what it was. It's like a like a thicker type of alcohol made from fermented something like. Pul- yeah, pul- I don't know what it is, but I was just like no. <laughs> So, you know,
1: with the people in their country you gotta let them do what they do. You know, yeah, I just say, friends, you
0: just you just don't come around me when you come back is all I'm saying. <laughs> you stay away from <laughs> me. <laughs> and but how was Awelita? How did she do
1: while she was there? She's she's well, she did okay. well. Um, she wore her mask and stuff like that. You know, I always tell her don't follow the crowd. Right. So she takes her health very seriously, and when she came back, she did um get the shots, you know, and she's been good ever since, and she has returned back home. Um, and she says it's still the same. The people are still free, not a care in the world. So it's only when you enter the actual cities, if you're going into like a business establishment, like banks and things like that, that's where they want you to place put on a mask.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um what have, and so you're when are you thinking about going back? Um eventually
1: I do want to go back soon. Um I've been dealing with a medical situation since the pandemic started. So it hasn't given me any space to actually want to travel. So when people talk about COVID and the pandemic and how it affected them, I'm like it didn't affect me because I'm a homebody, yeah. you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. being outside, not being out, not interacting outside, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. Um, it was more so not being comfortable in my body to yeah. enjoy outside, if even if I wanted to.
0: Yeah, I completely feel the same way. Um, I, because I traveled so much for work, I was very much an introvert. I still kind of am. So I don't miss like a lot of stuff like other people, but I do miss the little things. And like, like to your point about, um, you know, how we've reacted. I also got really sick during the pandemic and it's the little things of peace of mind, like just being able to go to the doctor without me fearing plague. Um, you know, those things are the things that really mess me up or even just, um, going to walmart to get tampons or or um mital, those little things now required a whole planning session and mm-hmm. that's the stuff that really fucked me up because i was terrified um like i remember i i felt a cavity filling come out during some time sorry guys tmi but um <laughs> like i was terrified of like oh no Oh, no. What is that? What to do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like that kind of stuff really sent me spiraling. And I'm barely getting a dentist appointment next month for that that happened the first year 2020 like little wow. things like that and just um for me they couldn't find what was wrong and I'm still going to doctors now they still can't mm-hmm. figure it out which is why I turned to like maybe it's it's like I don't I, I still don't know honestly they keep saying it's just anxiety and maybe maybe that is it I don't know but those doctor visits you know we had to like sign up and and yeah um, wear a mask yeah and go you can't, back even exactly. if you're in a doctor's
1: room you can't even take off your mask like exactly um, not touch anything f- <laughs> yeah don't do anything and literally like the first year of COVID um I was having my first major well not my first major surgery but major enough for me and it was really traumatic for me because my mom was dropping me off and she couldn't come in with me oh
0: god like yeah. I-, I
1: literally ended up having a panic attack I was like out of control and like they're looking at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, "You're telling me my mom can't come in here right. with me as right. I'm getting ready for surgery? Like, I don't. This is very scary. Absolutely, you know, because normal before the pandemic, you can if you're do if you are having surgery, you can have your person with you right. until you're actually going into the operating room. So for that not to happen for me, and technically this was a major surgery to me, and I'm like crying. I'm hysteria. Absolutely. Like going crazy my mom's like just breathe i'm like girl that's not enough like you are not here with me and then you're waking up out of surgery and you're asking for your person and they're like they can't be here it's it's more of a blow you know the worst it's it's yeah, because you're literally
0: handling everything by yourself. And it's so scary. I would have been a mess. Absolutely. That's a huge thing. Any Anything that involved. I went in for an endoscopy. That was like an hour procedure. And I was a mess. I was crying because my mom had to wait out in the car. I didn't yeah. even let her leave. I was like, find a tree, please. Mom, estacionate. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, like, I could not mentally fathom um, being completely alone. I, I needed to know that she would at least be outside the building. And yeah. um, I think about the women that had you, babies too. Can you yeah, imagine? And they'll like, tell,
1: I can only imagine. And they'll tell you, oh, we'll call when when you're done. It's like, no, I no. need them right here <laughs> yeah. next to me. Like, I don't want <laughs> exactly. you to call them. I need them right here when I wake up. Not for you to tell me, oh, we've called and they know you're okay. That's not enough.
0: Right. That's why now when people tell me like, oh, like, especially when I was in San Antonio, Um, you know, I... I didn't meet up with too many people, but outdoors, um, I did visit with like one or two friends. And I think it's really funny whenever anybody, whether it's like on the phone, asks me, like, oh, you know, how have you been or like, what are you up to? I always just say, I'm surviving.
1: That's like, what I say. <laughs> that's it. That's a key, key. I even tell my therapist that like, he's like, How have you been? I'm like, I'm surviving. I'm surviving. I'm exactly. And like, nothing more. And I'm like, Nope, that's enough. I'm fighting. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I feel like since the pandemic, it's like you're literally fighting for your life every single day. You
0: really are. You know? And that
1: has to do with mental health and whatever else you have going on. Especially when you have an illness and they can't find the cause of right. why and how long is it gonna be happening and you know, it's it's just you're surviving. You're on survival mode until
0: you can feel safe within your body, you know? Yeah, like we weren't able to breathe air. That is huge. And so I, you know, it took me a while to, to not feel shitty because people are out here. And kudos if anyone listening is someone that like launched their own business and became extremely successful in the pandemic yes congratulations congratulations to you (laughs) but that was not me and so like it's so hard when people are like what are you up to and i'm like yo we haven't been on vacation guys okay we were not all on a paid vacation that's not what has been happening we were not able to breathe people were not surviving we didn't even know what it was for one year Mm-mm. you know like we barely got vaccines and then even then not everyone's taking them so like and now we got monkeypox, and i'm like girl Nor! give me a hazmat suit ace <laughs> eh? that okay Thank before you. i
1: thought i needed one no <laughs> now now is the time to get yourself a hazmat suit people oh. it's it's like why would you want to walk around with that and it's and the way they're saying on um, where it where it originates from and you can it could get from you could get it on from somebody's sheets you could get it yes. from somebody's dog you, you can have too much um if someone else's skin just breezes past you you can get it you can get it from the the droplets of somebody's eyes somebody's
0: nose (laughs) hazmat suit
1: people please
0: i love you because that's how i am and usually i'm the only one and so like i feel like i have found a kindred spirit i'm the same way like when When I got to San Antonio, I decided to be brave, and it was the first time in three years I decided to go get my nails done and a pedicure in three years. Are you serious? I had not gone. Um, but you know, I was scoping out places. and uh, ironically, shout out to San Antonio. They only do it by appointment, so you can't walk in anymore. Yes, um and i I love that. i didn't I didn't know that because I hadn't done it in three years, so i I didn't even right. know but that was now how you do it. So I made my appointment and it was really nice. I went in there. I felt very safe. Also side note, cause I'm always noticing, um, of the handful of appointments they took, it was like one chair filled, one chair empty. Um, all the white women did not wear masks. The only two people wearing no. masks in there were me and another African-American young lady. We both like looked at each other. We were like, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was like she and I, the only two the non-white people. <laughs>
1: we Don't like- even get me started on the non-white people, on the white people, okay? Yeah, I was like, Because they were the happening? main ones since the pandemic talking about, oh, I can't wear a mask because it's a muzzle.
0: And I mean, when you think about it, they've been the right. main ones since, like, Columbus, they brought all the disease to begin okay, with <laughs> okay okay when you think when about the, it when they
1: when the pilgrims came and exactly. brought the blankets to the indians <laughs> and they the chicken had it infected, yes okay
0: that. but let, let them tell different <laughs> exactly so i'm always like of course it would be like only the non-white people wearing masks all the staff and then us um so all the white ladies living their best life I was like okay whatever so that was a side note but um the very first place that I had gone to do my my nails I did the the nail part and then um the night before a story had broken in San Antonio that um someone had come back from a concert in Dallas and they brought monkeypox back with them. So they found the what? person. They were in isolation. Yes. And I started reading and I'm like, wait, how did he fucking get it? And so he was at a concert because you can get it from just being next to someone like you were saying like yeah. for a prolonged amount of time and it's sweaty and it's humid and it's in the air. Just so brushing
1: up on somebody. Just brushing up. Cash yep. up.
0: He was at an outdoor concert and like that group of them, it spread and there were like 15 or 20 in that section that ended up with monkeypox. He. Oh, dropped. back to san antonio and so now he was isolated so i am in full panic the night before and i'm like okay so i still i'm trying to be brave and trying to like get out into life more and i was like okay so let me do this and um the pedicure started and i noticed that she finished on a lady's feet and then and so this was the first place I went to um, and she she started on a lady on the lady's feet. And then I noticed she came to mine and she didn't change the gloves. And, like, right when she was about to put her hands on my feet, I jumped out. I mean, I almost slipped because my feet were wet. (laughs) I was was like, I'm sorry. I have to go. I I didn't realize the time. (laughs) I, like, ran out. And they were all looking at me. And, like, I don't know. I'm still too shy to say because I also don't want it to come off, like, karen-esque Dude. vibes yeah and be like she but it's not they're gloves.
1: supposed they're supposed to every it time you're going touch a new person you're supposed to change, your, change gloves. your gloves
0: yeah and so i was just like i had any i didn't i don't know that's that's the the latina side i didn't want to cause a problem but like i was in my head like man, oh, monkey pox listen. is everywhere what are you doing <laughs>
1: i'm the latina that's always gonna cause a problem okay <laughs> Don't do nothing in front of me that you don't want to hear
0: my mouth about. I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, I'm pretty vocal about other stuff, but I don't know when it comes to service industry things. Like I'm I'm also the person that if you get my order wrong, I'll be like, that's fine. You know? Like- no,
1: because these are things you're paying for, especially if it's service based. I feel like you have to speak up because even if they're going to find a problem with it, it's like, you want my money. I came here to give you your money, you yeah. know, my yeah, money. Yeah. So you're going to, you need to do it correctly. If you want my money, you know? Yeah. Cause I they'll always say that. like one commercial, <laughs> you know, cause some, some businesses, they won't care like, oh, it's one customer less, but it's one customer less that could hurt your pockets at the end <laughs> of the day, eventually. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I I work on it so hard, and um, there's this influencer that that laughs because he like makes fun of like when you used to be a server and now you're like overly, and that that's kind of me. Like I used to be a server, so now I'm overly like, no, it's fine, it's fine, and I practically like clean my own table. And um, but yeah, with service industry, it's really hard for me to be more vocal, and so I didn't hear either. I like full on panic and like almost like pulled a back muscle like I was so sore (laughs) (laughs) so then I finally found out this other spot they did the appointment I went in there and she put on fresh gloves and I was so happy but that was like um the whole monkeypox thing because like within overnight it seemed it went from like just it it spread yeah and they were like 80 yeah yeah, in San Antonio alone, it went from four cases to 80 in like three days. And I was just oh, wow. like, oh, my God. So now the same thing is
1: happening dad. in Massachusetts, too.
0: And so you would think that in the East Coast, everybody follows rules and whatnot. <laughs> I would nope, nope. <laughs> No, 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 no. You should know, know
1: how people no. are. They're going to do what they want when they want to <laughs> do it. OK,
0: so monkeypox is spread out there also. Well, I want to
1: see how this, I guess, pandemic part two, I want to see how this is going to turn out. Like, are we going to get another lockdown? Are we going to get some more money? Like, what is what is going on? You know, because I just feel like yeah. Mr. Biden, President Biden, whatever. I don't know what it, you hold on, hold on, on. Before we even finish that, the fact that he caught COVID was so crazy. To, it wasn't crazy to me. But the people who were around him made it seem like it was crazy. Oh, and I'm like, it's like, yeah. what do you expect? he's yeah. old, he's a fossil, he and on top around of a that, lot of people. exactly. So, it's bound to happen.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, so for you guys to be shocked, I'm like, you're really shocked. Have you gotten I'm not COVID? shocked? Um, so literally last year before my other surgery, yes okay and you were you vaccinated so long, no so long story short um i have like uh and it's not an ulcer isn't an ulcer no an abscess um i have an abscess in my right butt cheek um it's something that i've been dealing with since 2020 and um the thing and the thing that was more traumatic for me is I couldn't get my surgeries right away yeah because the hospitals were being shut down oh yeah Mm or you know um they had um certain priorities in the hospital right right Mm -hmm. you know so literally from December of 2020 all the way until April of 2021, I had to wait for a surgery. And literally that Friday before uh, my mom, she owns a store. You um, you is you, She owns a store, like a furniture store. And I was only in that, I was only in her store for five minutes, five minutes, mind you, start a pandemic I'm don't go nowhere I'm not outside I'm inside and I only go outside if I have to go to my appointment or to the
0: grocery store right and of course I'm masked up
1: right literally that weekend I it was I think it was Easter weekend I caught it no and I didn't know it was literally like a week before my surgery okay And I didn't know I had it because um, the situation is with my abscess is that it gives me when it fills up with fluid, Mm -hmm. it gives you fever, chill. So you you oh, so you just thought
0: you were going yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. I just thought I was just going through the trials and tribulations, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna go to the hospital because my surgery's in a week. I'm gonna wait it out. And of course, you know, they, at that time, they test you before surgery. Right,
0: right. Mm. And
1: I got tested. Everything, besides having the fevers and chills, everything was fine with me. Oh, God. You know, thank God. I still, yeah, and mind you, I have asthma. Oh,
0: so, wow. Wow. And
1: it didn't, it didn't hit me as hard. And when my doc, my surgeon called me the same day I had my COVID test, he called me like that night and literally before he called me I got my results and it said I had it and I was like what do you what do you mean I had and I was at a friend a male friend's house spending the night Mm -hmm. and I just started crying and he's like what is going on because I'm not a crier yeah so he's like what's going on I'm like I have COVID I have it you have to get checked out and he was like wait what and then my surgeon called me he's like oh yeah did you know and i'm like what's gonna happen what are we gonna do like i've been waiting months and like we cannot postpone this
0: yeah and he was
1: like don't worry he's like we're gonna figure something out he's like you're not the first and you're not gonna be the last so thank god we still went through with the surgery and what they ended up doing was of course they took more extra precautions but I had to be, um, for recovery, I had to be on a ward, the, the ward where all the other COVID patients were. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But the treatment there was so different because the the nurses, they will come geared in, geared yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. All hazmat mm-hmm. up. But yeah. they'll still treat you like you're a science experiment.
0: yeah. You
1: know, and I'm just looking at them and for the nurses out there or the people in the healthcare field, kill me. All right. Hold me to the stake. Hold me to the cross. But I just feel like you chose a profession where you knew or you're aware of the possibilities of what can happen in this world. You understand what I mean? In regards to illness and things like that and you yourself, you're taking the precaution of being suited up. You treating the patient like they're a science experiment is, it's another low blow, you know? Because the patients in recovery, I didn't ask for it, you know, I didn't ask to have COVID, it it just happened. Yeah. You know? And they would just treat you like they don't want to be bothered, and they're rushing and I'm just looking at them like and I told my surgeon that too and I'm like he's like well do you want to go home I'm like no you have a machine attached to my ass Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: want how am I supposed to go home
0: yeah
1: I'm not feeling comfortable
0: being home yeah no it's it's yeah I mean and you know I do have a lot of nurse friends and uh, I mean I don't even know right like it's such a a whirlwind all the way around because then from listening to their stories too, I don't think anyone could ever even imagine that a plague like this could exist. Right. Because I had friends that were the nurse friends that love learning about gross virus stuff and like Mm -hmm. love it, right? And so they're not squeamish about a lot of stuff. Um, And they were they were completely shocked. And some of them got COVID a couple of times. Um, You see,
1: and then there's those people who are repeated offenders of catching it.
0: Well, no, they got it from patients like being being nurses. Um, No,
1: I know. But there are people who who are vaccinated and boosted. Yeah. 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 And yet they're still repeated offenders. I'm not blaming them specifically. I'm just saying, like, you can take all the precautions you can and it's still not effective for you.
0: Right. Right. Because that, you know, and that that's what I'm so surprised. Like you actually had asthma and like amazing thank god like you Bless are still here talking and breathing because then i've also seen other people who are still on on machines yeah there still are side effects you from know like it's, it's just it's just uh, i mean i'm like i'm someone who's super analytical and i study everything to the minutiae and like with this it i just i now know that I never know like how it's gonna yeah. affect somebody, who's gonna catch it. I mm-hmm. may have already gotten it, not known. You know, I came back from San Antonio and there was only one day that I felt like a little eh, you know, it felt like when I took yeah. posters. For all I know, that may have been it.
1: And I'm <laughs> over here like walking around, you know.
0: That's what I was that's why I asked people like, well, how did you feel? Or like what? Cause like you had asthma. That's an under a big underlying condition, yeah. you know, cause of, cause it attacks the pulmonas and stuff. And like, and here you are like breathing yeah. and talking. And, and like, I
1: still didn't, I still didn't take the vaccine. I felt as though since I caught it, my body, it, it, it is my, Well, they say you are.
0: Yeah. They say you're immune for six months. I believe after you catch it, but then you do have to get, um, a booster yeah like it, it's like your initial vaccine i guess um, you see but, but see but- how
1: many times do you have to keep doing that it's like it's gonna right. be the same as the flu shot like you're gonna have to keep getting it and getting it and getting it you know and it's not that i'm against it but it's just like i haven't had children yet i'm only like 26 you know I does trying to think
0: of having children or what <laughs> well i don't
1: i don't, I don't know, know the, the. long ter- i don't know the long-term side effects oh, No, i ain't so even worried me, about that
0: i've heard that though but i like I just, I just don't even care i'm like please just shoot me up i don't want <laughs> d- to shoot me up i don't want to die with this thing I, I i can't i can't my head can't take it <laughs> i cannot like i got the second booster I'll, i've been really laxed about getting it because i don't go out um right. but for this plane ride I was like oh hell no I'm not getting on that thing without a fucking booster all these people from I don't know where and now you don't have to wear a mask anymore on the plane I saw that so, I saw that and also there are people
1: who travel there yeah. are people, I don't know if you saw I don't know I wouldn't even consider them memes where you know people who do have the COVID and they're traveling yeah. still amongst people yeah. I personally feel like that's really inconsiderate it you is. know if you're sick stay home <laughs> yeah you know yeah and that's why when people look at me they're like oh but you don't have it so you're okay with people having it and, and infecting others and I'm like no if you're sick stay home and stay away from people yeah. you know what I mean I take the necessary precautions when I had it I wasn't out trying to infect everybody else you know
0: right. I and was then confined there's the people that space. don't know that they have it and don't show symptoms. Those are the ones asymptomatic. Yeah, Yeah. the asymptomatic snipers. Those are the ones I'm worried about. (laughs) But yeah, that's the reason I ended up getting my my booster um, because I was on that plane. But but then, like I said, um, no. So for me, yeah, definitely I'm getting vaccinated. I'm getting boosted. They even told me I don't need the second one, but I'm the opposite. I, I want it. I'm like, why can't I get it? Can I lie about my age? I want a <laughs> second booster. It's a different
1: ID. This is me. Yes.
0: <laughs> I want all the vaccines. I, I can't. It does bring me a certain amount of mental peace Security. that i Yeah. With. yeah that I, I couldn't. Um, but I'm so glad that, like, we're able to have... Usually I'm the only one kind of spiraling. <laughs> so I appreciate that there's <laughs> other people that also go through their own trials and tribulations.
1: Oh, of- for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so here's to surviving. Anyone listening, I promise you, we are going to get back on track to Dubai. So Dubai, episode one. <laughs>